What up? Welcome to Boner Five Podcast. Welcome episode back. Double uh, dozen episode number dozen number twelve. That's what we're on this week. So big news in the Boner Five Production Company coming at you live here from David's basement. We officially <laughs> have merch and son of a bitch. We haven't sold any of it. We had six thousand. 900 we'll just use 6900 views on our last video so far it's been out for five days haven't sold a single thing of merch i'm a little disappointed i spent some time getting that done we got coffee mugs we got shirts we got uh condoms used condoms <laughs> new condoms whatever you want we got it so anyways i'm gonna put a little bit of a spiff out there for all of our viewers all 45 of you if we sell 100 pieces of merch in the next seven days from the upload of this video, I will get our bonafide official logo tattooed on my ass, my let my right ass cheek. I will get it tattooed right on my right ass. So 100% serious. Dead ass serious. <laughs> 100 pieces of merch. I don't care if it's a coffee mug. I don't care if it's a shirt. I don't give a shit. As long as we sell these, it's all that matters. 100 pieces of merch. I can keep track. So starting today, we have zero sales. Super <laughs> disappointed. And this shouldn't be a long shot. I'm giving you guys a great spiff. So I 100% expect this to get done. And I think it's going to happen. So yeah. we oh, will yeah. keep it posted. Keep updated. We're going to post. If if we get close, we're definitely going to be counting down the numbers. And if any of my friends share this on Reddit, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I oh, hope it happens. easily just be like, all right, I'll buy a mug. Yeah, seriously. Everyone's going to be like, get this guy to, yeah, $6. Who gives a shit? It's like $6.99 for a coffee mug. Sell 100 of them. Six, $6.99. Who cares if 100 people spend 7 bucks on a coffee mug they're actually going to use? And it's cool, too. It says as a mug on the backside. It's not just the logo. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, we totally expect to get that done. Yep. So. Pause. Uh, you got juice on your mouth. Oh, cool. I didn't know if you wanted nah, to I don't care. if you don't I don't care. care. Okay. Uh, it's just my uh, my fucking beard, dude. It's growing like crazy lately. Yeah, growing growing like crazy. All right, resume. But uh, after last week's podcast, I totally missed my opportunity for this podcast. We were talking about the Grimace costumes the oh, Ronald right. McDonald costumes. I could have totally showed up on this podcast dressed as a giant penis or a dick <laughs> or a boner for for all all you want to whatever you want to call it. But anyways, here I am dressed like myself. Some of you guys out there though, you might be saying, "Well, you nailed it. You look like a dick already." <laughs> you look like so, a dick already. <laughs> you know. Um thank you, I guess. You're so, just missing the the testicle shoes. Yeah, I'm just missing the testicle shoes. That's the one thing. That'd be a cool life. Uh, if we could get that on the merch, that'd be pretty cool. Could you imagine walking around your house in some ball slippers? That'd be pretty cool. Gotta have hair on them, though. Yeah. Gotta be fuzzy balls. <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious. Have some actual, like, animal fur. Yeah. Yeah, so our music music's just been kicking off. If you don't watch that, I would recommend it. You might like the music, you might not. But regardless, we're gonna change the music up every week, so... Um, you know, if it's something you're not into one week, give it a shot the next week. You might like it then. But if you're new, make sure to check it out. Like and subscribe as always. Um, I just got to say that I got to throw that in there because without that, what else am I here for? You know, so you can't hate me for that. Can't fault me for that. 
while we're on the topic of music, though, um, I got a cool little topic I wanted to bring up. So, obviously, me and David are big into music. We like music a lot. And something that I always like to think to myself about, but not out loud and openly, is what are the best live performing bands that I've ever seen mm. in person? Nobody ever talks about it, but everybody always thinks it. So let's go ahead and get into that topic. All right. Well, you want me to start? Yeah, let's start. First of all, let me say this. I'm going to do a wide variety of music. Death metal, just normal rock, Breaking Benjamin. Like mm -hmm. I'm a huge huge fan of Breaking Benjamin, Motley Crue, uh, any kind of like heavy, heavy metal I'm into, like Suffocate. Uh, a couple other bands, you know. So I'm in, I'm into pretty much anything and everything. Um, even like uh, even like punk music, I like that too. So yeah, how about you get a started, David? Well, I'd probably start with Slipknot. I've seen them twice, and they throw some crazy ass shows. I've seen them, but uh, it was a massive, massive festival. So I didn't get the full experience because I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. They weren't the headliner for the fest? They were the headliner. There's like probably 80,000 people there, and I was probably in the seventy to 80,000 range back uh, in the crowd. Was it Mayhem Fest? Nah, it was uh, Carolina Rebellion. Oh, okay. But, you know, yeah, when I saw them, they were festivals. They were a headliner. Well, the first time was a Mayhem Fest I saw them. Um, and the last time I think I saw them with Lamb of God, so it was only like four or five bands. And Lamb of God is also another band. I'd say they throw a really good show. Um, I saw Suffocate at a very small venue up in Springfield, Virginia. Okay, hang tight, hang tight. Let's okay. keep on the stuff, on this uh, Slipknot. Okay. So when I saw Slipknot, I saw them playing with, uh, it was like 20 bands, 25 bands playing that day. A lot of banger bands that day. Um, I could not put Slipknot in my top five. Maybe because I was so far back. But I could tell it was a lot of craziness. But since I was a quarter mile to a half a mile back, you know, I can't really put them up there. The odds of you getting to the front of that concert, you would have had to wait there for probably two to three hours before they even started to, to get to one of the front row seats. Maybe even longer than that. Because A7X played right before them. Mm. So you already know, like, you got A7X followed up by Slipknot. So there were seats. The it was just all lawn seats. Yeah, yeah. It's all just open. You got to get to the front, fight your way forward. Even if you get there, there's no guarantee you stay. People are going to push their way up. Once it gets to those bands, it sucks. These people are clawing and fighting for every inch they can. Like, you guys will be dick to butt for the first 20,000 people there, and it yeah. sucks. It's even worse at smaller venues, though, because that's all it is. It's just freestanding room. Like, when we go to, uh, the Canal Club. In Canal Club, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that way... I love those small venues. Though. I do, too. You can push your way to the front. You're a definite you dick, and everyone to, notices. You have to, if you're in the front, though, you have to like f constantly fight people off of you. Oh, absolutely. Nonstop. Especially the people like punching in the back and running and drop-kicking you and everything. It sucks. Well, because like, the mosh pit will be right behind you, and people just like... all they, Some people in the mosh pit, they just fucking run back and forth like bumping into people like it's a fucking boxing ring or something like they're a battering ramp yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so all right so you got slipknot so one of the bands that i really really like the performance of this is gonna be weird so it's a different kind of vibe for sure seether put on one of the best shows i've ever seen the weirdest thing about it the guy was seated the entire time he was just sitting in his chair playing his guitar singing but man i swear you were so emotionally connected to the music 
and just the performance. It was great. That was one of the best performances I've ever seen. So um, I would put Seether up there for sure. Um, wouldn't want to see that type of music every time for sure, but it was it was a great, great uh, performance. But you were going to say, who was another one you were going to point out? Well, was, when I mentioned Slipknot, I remember the last time I saw them was with Lamb of God. And I remember that they were really good to see live as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, top top performing band you've ever seen? Is that it? Was I don't know. Lamb of God, one of them? Um, they might be top five. I'd have to really think about, like, because I've been to so many small shows that I think those bands that have played in smaller venues are probably better than most bands I've seen. Well, like, I've got a definite top three. I put Seether up there. Okay. Breaking Benjamin doesn't make the cut. They had a good show, but they don't make the cut. Number two, I would have to say is definitely Papa Roach. You've seen Papa Roach? Twice, yeah. Wow. Both times, they're killer. Killer shows, man. It's one of the best shows you'll ever go to. And it's Jacoby, man. Jacoby's an animal. He's such... He's such... He is the definition of a lead vocalist. This guy will get in the crowd. Security's pulling him away. He's just still going into the crowd. People are clawing and scratching at his face. He's stage diving. People are throwing him over him, pulling his clothes off, trying to get it so they can sell it on eBay. Great! It's a great show, though, man. He he does not give a shit, and he gets so into it. Yeah. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. <laughs> Seeing that live, it's it's such a kick in the ass, dude. He gets so into it, and you can imagine he's probably played that song thousands of times, thousands, and it still doesn't get old to him. You can tell, which is weird, because most bands that have that. Like, their number one songs, they hate playing them live because they play them so much. I mean, if you put your heart into the song, like, in the lyrics and everything, I can see why you still enjoy it, even after playing it a thousand times. A thousand times? Mm, yeah, when nah, you're making that old. much money, like Pop Roaches, you don't give a fuck. Okay, name a song that you've listened to every day for the last thousand days, and they've done it more than that. You have not. You don't have one song you listen to every day for a thousand days straight. They don't play it for a thousand days straight. And though. not only is he listening to it, he's got to put a performance on with it. Well, that's why a lot of like metal and rock bands say they don't listen to their that genre of music when they're not like at shows. Yep. Because they say it gets old. Yep. So, but yeah, his heart and soul was into it. It's phenomenal. You got another one you want to go? So we can go back and forth. Yeah, I I can think of two more, both at. Uh, small shows so i've seen volumes two or three times i can't remember but every time they throw a wild fucking show um it was back when gus uh, farius was in the band um we talked about him in a previous podcast <clears throat> but he's the type of vocalist that will stage dive he'll start like fucking walking on the crowd yep like fans will like hold his feet up and he'll still be like screaming and fucking yep. rocking his heart out um so yeah what's what's your next one my next one might be your next one too what uh, we've seen them together this is my favorite band to see live hands down chelsea grin no oh, doubt about sick. it best show best music's music's the best you'll ever see live i mean it's just so fucking heavy and technical and it just the music really gets you into it they have a hell of a performance too but they don't even need it just the music alone is is enough to please me but include that with the performance and everything as well Man, especially with the old vocalist, that guy is so good, yeah. man. Oh man, it sucks his fucking voice went out. Yep, that's that's my my number one band for sure. So, and then what would yours yeah, be? Yeah, they're sick. Um, my number one or just my next one? I guess your next, which 
I don't know. Maybe you're not number oneing them right now. That's yeah. Chelsea Grin's definitely my number one though. Yeah, the tough thing with like live bands is I don't know how I would rank them. Like if I would, because like Slipknot, like they're the ones that have like the most like fucking crazy like fire shit and yeah. Joey Jordan suit would fucking have his drum set come like almost upside down and he would be like spinning around and shit. Yeah. So they would have like the crazy shit on stage. And then there's also the factor of bands that like get really involved with the crowd, especially like I said, in the smaller venues that I think also makes for an amazing show. Yeah. Maybe even better than those big shows at like larger venues. Um, so sticking with the smaller venues, uh, I'm going to go with suffocate. Mm, so I saw damn, them, and I never got to see him live. I saw them one time um, up at this place called the Jacks in uh, Springfield, Virginia. And it was one of those places where it was like, there's a stage, there's a small open area, which is pretty much just a mosh pit when there's a heavy band. And then there's the bar. And there was like a barrier between the bar and that open area. Kind of like the Canal Club. Yeah. And you had to be 21 and older to be at the bar. So I was, you know, in high school. So I had to be like right up. Nice. I was probably like the second row of people when Suffocate played. And they just, the minute they started fucking rocking, Dude, the entire fucking area just turned into a huge mosh pit. It was so fucking... It was actually the first mosh pit I was ever in was to suffocate. Fuck yeah. It was fucking sick. So Damn. I think that might be why I think... My first was Chelsea Grin. Oh, really? That's funny, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my first mosh pit I ever got in was Chelsea Grin. But yeah, dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure the last mosh pit I was in was with you and we saw Chelsea Grin a year yeah. or two ago. Yeah. I mean, the crowd definitely plays a factor into it as well. It's not just the band and the music. Right. It's got to be the right crowd, too. If it's a bunch yeah. of douchebags, it'll just ruin the whole experience. Yeah, but, that's how I always felt like Attila shows would be. A bunch all of the douchebags would come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Total D-bags. Yeah. You still like Attila? I haven't listened to them in years. So. Do you like them? I mean... If I if an old song came on, um, like from the Rage, I think it's called Rage album, I'd probably listen to it. But their recent like three four albums, nah. I haven't I haven't ever even given them a chance. Oh really? Nope, never even gave them a chance. I kept listening to them through college, and then it got to a point where it was like, this is fucking old. It's like all they do is like, just like a basic, you know, metal rhythm, metal vocals, and he's just saying shit like "suck my dick, fuck your bitch." Yep. It's like okay, you're a rapper vocalist first like band like yeah it got old quick yeah. and that's they're why pro- they got more popular because they're of probably too. the type of people that still buy <laughs> porn magazines at the gas stations <laughs> that's maybe. who they are maybe, why the maybe. fuck are porn magazines still in gas stations have you ever seen anyone walk up to the counter with that probably like a 60 year old man i totally want to go to a gas station and buy like even 60 year old men it's, they gotta be in their 90s at that point. Six-year-old men. But I mean, have think internet. of like, think of guys older than like our parents who don't use the internet. There's, they can't even get it up anymore. Oh, they might. You think so? If they have Viagra, yeah. I mean, think of what you have to do when you're like 60, 70 years old. You're retired. Like, what else are you gonna do? If Manage you still have like Atlanta somewhat Falcons? of a sex drive. You well, even if you don't, maybe drive? you just like to look at fucking ass and titties still. Maybe you do, yeah. Maybe it doesn't get you hard. Still, though, I mean, I wonder if they have porn at the libraries. I wonder if you can go to a library and they have a porn section and you can just check them out. Looking for Ass home. Slammers 3? Do you still have that? <laughs> they have DVDs in libra- libraries now, too, don't they? Yeah. I wonder if they've got those. They've got pornos in there. And if they don't, <laughs> we should totally leave reviews on their Googles. 
We should go to libraries and uh and try and check out all the porn if they don't have them. Just leave one star reviews for not having any anything available, not having what we're looking for. Great Barnes location, and Nobles, but they don't have porn. Barnes and Nobles, books a million. If they don't have porn. Just throw a temper tantrum right in the middle of Barnes and Noble. <laughs> what? Start pulling up pictures <laughs> on your phone. Hey, do you have this here? It's just a full blown <laughs> naked woman right on your phone. I don't even know what section I would look in. Sucking for porn. some dude's dick. She's getting the Eiffel Tower done right in the picture. <laughs> like, what category do you think that would fall under? Like how they have, like, fiction, nonfiction, science uh, fiction, Well, fantasy. they have romance books, so oh, they got to have romance. porn. You, you know? start getting into that erotica. Like, yeah, yeah like erotica Fifty Shades novels. of Grey, shit yeah. like that. So they should totally the same have thing. porno in there. It's like, yeah, it's like this, but a video. Do you have that? Yeah, dude, that's what I want. That's what I want. I'm going to need the beer soon. I wonder if they've ever had that request before. We should oh, totally sure. make a video on it. That would probably make for a good public video. Yep, yep. I would have no shame in doing it either. No shame at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shame. Yeah, no shame. No shame. But speaking of shame, when do you think you started to feel shame from like a child to like a teenager to an adult? Come like, on, man. I was never ashamed. Look at me. Look <laughs> at me. I'm a god. I'll be naked all the time if I wanted to. No, get to your point. Get to your point. So I was just like, I wonder this because, so I have a five-month-old, and she gets, like, really hyper and excited when she's, like, just in her diaper. And obviously, she's just a baby. She had, she doesn't even know what shame is yet, clearly. But I remember as a eyes. kid. Huh? Says, just look into those baby eyes. <laughs> just stare you right in the eyes. But, like, I remember as a kid, like, five, six years old, probably all the way up until I was nine or ten, like, I would walk around my house in my boxers, even if, like, my parents had friends over. Like, I didn't give a shit. It's, I'm Damn, just a kid. that was me, too. I'm glad you yeah. say that. I did and, the same thing. I was wondering last week, not even making the sip, I was wondering last week, I was like, was it weird that I'd walk in my, around in my boxers when I was ten? Yeah, that's but that's exactly why I thought of this topic, because I was like, at what point did I, was I just like, man, this isn't fucking cool. I should probably put some pants on when people come over my house. It's funny you say that, though, because I had the exact opposite thought last night. Because I had, I had no pants on. I was in my room. I was like, why don't I walk around without pants on more often? But I do walk around with no shirt sometimes. Yeah, I walk around without a shirt more often than not. But I know my roommates don't, they, I don't know, like... I do jujitsu so much and everything, and all those guys, we just don't have shirts on a lot yeah. of times, so no one gives a shit, you know, so it's it's different, but, like, most people walking around with no shirts, it's weird for whatever reason. I don't think it is. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. To do Especially no if you're on. in your, like, own house, like, it's it's yeah. your freedom. You're not naked. Your dick's not hanging out. Exactly. Um, if it's a chick with no shirt on, that's a little different. That's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's just incredible. <laughs> but i remember my mom used to tell me that but i remember my mom used to walk around with no shirt on <laughs> i, I swear that's what you're going with that <laughs> i'm trying to get back to my point but she would tell me that like both me and my little brother when we were like really little like three four years old would just we would get naked and just fucking run around the house like she couldn't keep us fucking clothed full butt naked yep Balls Damn. swinging around, fucking nice. ass naked. Yep. Did your balls even swing at that point? Probably though? not. They're probably still like tightening it yeah. just right up to the taint. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you never like 
imagine if I never grew out of that stage. Like, imagine if I was just sitting here naked, just doing this podcast right now. Or, like, <laughs> like being an adult going to a fucking restaurant naked. And, I mean, obviously they have rules. But can you imagine just, like, big swinging dick fucking walking around a restaurant fucking clearing tables off? Now, I mean, the way things are going nowadays, it, it might be that way. For women, not for men. Men will never, ever, ever be able to be naked again. Women, though, soon they're going to be able to wear no bras, no shirts. What and... if you're a woman with a dick, though? Yeah. I can see uh, that. I can see that loophole. Oh, yeah. Women with a dick, they're totally, there's totally going to be a loophole for that. Like, if I were to be like, I identify myself as a woman, and I want to be naked because I'm a nudist, and I want to be in public... I can see how, like, overly sensitive the um, our society is becoming. Yeah. And how they're like, oh, we had to placate to everyone now. I can yep. see how that could eventually happen. They should totally split the states up, though. Like, if you want to do that shit, move to California. <laughs> they should totally do that. I swear, man. They really should. Yeah. People have talked about that. I think it's the best thing for society. I really do. Because the country's become so divided. It's the second best thing to society besides coronavirus. Really? Yep. Fucking, like I told you, dude, natural selection. Fucking, the world is overpopulated. Keep it coming. Keep oh, it coming. Jesus. I hope COVID-20 comes this year, too. Right. I'm going to reel this back into my shame topic. Um, so I actually have a story with uh, relating to shame. So I was probably like nine, nine or ten years old, and I was at my mom's house. Uh, she had a friend over, a friend that I knew pretty well. Um, they were just sitting at the kitchen table and I went to the bathroom. And like I said, this age, I had no problem walking around in just a shirt and my boxers. So I went to the bathroom, took a piss, you know, washed up, left, walked out of the bathroom. I'm just walking out like nothing's wrong. And my mom just stops talking, looks at me and she's like, David, your penis is hanging out. <laughs> so I guess when I went to put my boxers back on. It just had that like open slot <laughs> no, with no button or anything. And I guess my dick just out. flopped right out. Dang, I wish my dick could flop. But I remember when it happened, I wasn't even like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I, I thought it was so fucking funny. I wrote it down on a post-it note and stuck it on the fridge. And it's still on my mom's fridge <laughs> Are you to this serious? day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did yeah. you show me the sticky note when I went over there? I probably did. You might have. I'll take a, Next time I go down, I'll take a picture of it to as show you. As soon as we got there, I started drinking, I remember. Yeah. It was funny. But I've never been offered alcohol so quick at someone's house. is awesome. I couldn't pass it up. The Pepsi and what was it? Pepsi and Jack. I started drinking that the yeah. millisecond we got there. That was a good weekend. I was so sick that day. I don't know what happened. Dude. Oh yeah, I forgot. I, yeah, it was yeah. the weirdest thing. I was perfectly fine. I drank a lot that night too. The next morning, it was like I woke up. I was like so sick for like ten hours. I went to sleep and woke back up and felt better. Yeah, because I'd really seen you drink before that day. Yeah, I was fucking... I was still hungover, but yeah, I woke up and I was sick the next day and... Was my I, dad making your drinks, though? We were... Yeah, we were mixing shit. We were doing, like, Pepsi He makes strong and, drinks. He yeah, loves we doing... He was probably making you Pepsi and bourbon. That's what That's it was. was. It was doing. good, too, man. Pepsi yeah. and bourbon is a... What a combo. Never going back to Coke again. Fucking racist. Oh my god, I, did, I didn't hear about that story until uh, a like day yesterday. or two ago, like training on how to be less white. Yeah, I, I was... How is I, that not fucking ass right? backwards? I keep seeing that, and I was like, "This that's funny, that's a funny joke. And then after about the 10th time of seeing it, I was like, this isn't a joke, is it? This actually happened. I can't fucking believe that, dude. Like, how, how can that happen? Like, all you have to do, if you look at that and think it's not fucked up, imagine if it was 
any other race. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. How the fuck is that illegal? Fucking corporate, dude. How does corporate look at it and say, oh, you know what? This is a good idea. We could really use this with our company. This is going to look great. Everyone's going to support us for this 100%. Everybody (laughs) out there. Like, what the fuck? So is this training legit? Like, if you're white and you're confident, don't. It's, yeah, it's it's like, is that basically what it is? It's basically saying, like, white people are, think they're superior, think less of yourself. You're not shit. (laughs) That's pretty much what it is. It's like, don't be normal white people. Don't think you're a, a better than everybody else. It's such a which small it's a, it's like, percentage of white people that actually think like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. And they're like, yeah, all white people are like this. You are like them because you're white. Look at the color of your skin. You're just like the rest of them. It's absolutely not how it is. It's just like anybody else. You know, it's, it's so dumb. Like, I don't even know how you can make that article. And like, how, how are we not canceling Coca-Cola, but we're canceling Mr. Potato Head? Like, for that shit. Oh, Seriously. I heard about that, too. Seriously. Like, it makes no sense. Like, if the world is so fucking sensitive about everything, cancel Coca-Cola. Get him the fuck out of here. That's fucking bullshit. Seriously. Yeah, I, I can't believe either of those stories. So, yeah, Pepsi it is. Pepsi's always been better anyway, so. I agree. Pepsi, the, 100% all the way. The potato Coke head like is. Shit. It tastes fake. It's the least Coca-Cola-flavored Coca-Cola out there. Even though the brand name is Coca-Cola, I'll say Coke or Cola. We'll just say Cola. It's the least Cola-flavored drink on the market. It tastes very artificial and fake. And it's it used like to have shit. cocaine in it. And it used to have cocaine in it, yeah. So we should totally, totally cancel Coke out unless they bring the cocaine back. But the Mr. Potato Head issue was relating to, like, gender identity. Right? I, I didn't even read into it. That's a dumb – I don't even care to spend my time because... wasting my energy looking into that because it's so fucking stupid. So it I haven't really looked is. into either of these stories. I've just heard about it from um, my parents and other people. But I guess the Mr. Potato Head thing is they're coming out with a, with a new Potato Head family member that's just gender neutral or something. Wow. Which, you know, if you want to do that, sure. Nah, that's... But, like, why why change Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, exactly. You can still – that's still a gender. <laughs> He's a potato. <laughs> He's been what Mr. Potato fuck? Head. It's, like, such a simple fucking idea. Why Anyone that has it? anything against him, I think what we need to do is take him out back, get a potato gun, shoot and just tie him up to a tree and just shoot <laughs> him with a potato gun. And once we're done doing that, I think we need to just take a 12-gauge shotgun and put it two inches from their face and just blow the trigger. I think that's the best thing for society. Or what they could do is they can add a new hole to Mrs. Potato Head. To where you can ah. just have a dick attachment, and then it's Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> That's a good idea, too. Then you can have little whatever potato kind of balls. potato head you want. <laughs> yeah. Little potatoes. You take the dick on and off. But yeah, reeling back into the shame story. Got a little sidetrack there. Um, my point with that story was I didn't feel any shame at that time, and it made me think back of when I started to feel shame. I just don't know when I actually started feeling shame in my life. Yeah, I definitely feel shame nowadays. I remember the last time I had sex, I started saying, oh no, oh no, right before I was about to come. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, oh no, no. She's like, what, what? I'm about to come. She's like, what the fuck? You just ruined the moment. (laughs) Oh, that was definitely worth it. (laughs) I told you. Oh no. Oh, I gotta use that. Oh on no. Courtney. Oh my oh, god. Oh no. <laughs> She's like, what? 
what? I'm like, I'm let's come. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm about to climax. Oh, my God. Now, yeah. All right. Well, we're about to wrap up. Um. So, yeah. <sighs> Haven't talked about UFC in a while ever since our last podcast got completely annihilated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was strictly about UFC. Yeah. Had four, it has 14 views right now. Oh, I, think, I think it has 16 now. Oh, wow. It's I think got some of the, the music viewers are starting to get into that. Yeah, they're watching a five-week-old video. <laughs> that one that's completely irrelevant now. UFC 259 this upcoming weekend, though. Maybe the biggest card of the year. Yeah. And it's got Izzy on it versus Four Young. champions, three title fights. Yep, it's huge. Yep, massive fight card. So that's big news. That's going to be cool. I am fucking tired of these fucking fighters, though, man. Like, I've been watching a lot of these UFC Unleashed episodes where there's, like, a, bo- a bunch of, like, rivalries where these people are talking shit. Like, Chael Sonnen's talking mm. shit about Brazil in Brazil. Yeah, that was um, that was crazy. This guy's making fun of Michael Bisping's accent in the country of England, making videos to build up the fight. No one does this shit anymore, and it's fucking old. <laughs> the guy oh, last nice. night... Dude, this beer is so good, this yeah. Cold Snap. Cold Snap, Sam Adams. This guy last night... So, John Anik, one of the UFC guys, if you watch UFC, you know who he is. He set this guy up with a perfect line. He baited him into it. And he, they're they're trying to set these guys up with call-outs. And they do it all the time. He it, does it every fucking every time. Every single interview, and they drop the ball every time. Chael Sonnen has said this multiple times on his podcast these guys suck and they need to change the way they're approaching the game they're being too nice it's a fight you want to be a rival you don't want to be the guy's friend even if you respect what he does you got to sell tickets that's your job so you got to build this rivalry up and say you're going to whoop this guy's ass and say how you're going to do it so if john anik asked me at the end of my main card fight interview that was my first main event that i won and i beat the guy in all five rounds yeah if he asked me when can i see you back in there i would say tonight get me back in there tonight if any one of these sorry motherfucking fighters ranked higher than me in my division were in front of me right now i would i would get right back in there and i kick all their asses i'd show them who the real g is and then i'd take my mic throw it on the ground and i'd run away (laughs) <laughs> but no, instead these guys are like, oh yeah, oh, we got, uh, three, three weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. It's embarrassing. It really is. The sport needs to get back to its old ways of shit-talking, drunk men <laughs> wanting to fight each other. Because that's what it's all about. I want to go on a B-dubs at a UFC fight. I mean, then again, we can't even do that right now because of this fucking coronavirus. But I feel like we could. I think they still They're can. opening back up Mondays. They're selling alcohol till 12. Bars oh, are back fuck. open. The uh, the capacity is getting extended. So bars are going to be open back till 12. We could go see UFC 259 next weekend, dude, at B-dubs. Damn, that's tempting. I plan on taking off work. It's that's the biggest main oh, yeah, event you, of the year. I was year, gonna maybe. ask. You gotta take off for that fucking. I have fight to. I have to leave early. Yeah, I can't miss fucking uh, that fight card. You know. So, but yep, everyone needs to pick their pick their game up in the UFC, dude. Yeah, I agree. Even if, like you just said, even if they don't call out anyone in particular, just be like, I don't give a fuck. I can beat any of these motherfuckers in my division. Like yeah. just something to call as a spark. That's why, like. Um, going back to when we talked about uh, the McGregor card when Michael Chandler fought, and he's he said like he'll fight Poirier, he'll fight McGregor. Yep, he's and he's like I don't give a fuck. I'll yep. beat anyone in this division. And I was like, damn, he earned my respect already. He's already 
Yeah, I've been one a huge Michael Chandler division. fan ever since. Yeah. <laughs> and you have you seen how many sponsors this guy's getting ever since that no, fight? No, I haven't. Dude, he's all over my social media. I follow him, but I'm getting um I'm getting all kinds of Michael Chandler promotions from companies. It's like Michael Chandler said, I wear this ring when I work out because it's better than a traditional wedding ring. And it's like a million different products that Michael Chandler is getting sponsored for. Wow. And it's all because of that call out. Yeah, the fighter might hate you, but the fans won't. You know what? The sponsors won't. The sponsors will love you. They're going to pay you a shit ton of money. Because you got all these fans that like you. Who gives a shit if the guy that you're fighting hates you? He's going to be punching you in the face either way. You're there to please the fans. You're there to make to make the promotion big. Sell the tickets. Make a call out. And piss everybody off. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's how the fight game's always been. And then you earn the fighter's respect after the fight. Exactly. Unless it's Michael Bisping. But <laughs> yeah. Well, Bisping's completely different. I can I can respect Michael Bisping though because he's he fucking killed it. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. But that's that's what I want to see more of in the UFC. It needs to get back to that. And I think I hope once the fans get back in there, it's gonna get more like that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because like the fight uh, last night, if there were fans there. Would have got booed in the fucking second round. Oh yeah. Maybe. Even oh the yeah. First. The booze. The booze would be massive. Yeah. It would have like caused. A, uh, yeah, a, a knockout, knockout. <laughs> yeah like, all right someone's got to step forward here that you're right i forget about that i forget about that because me watching these old ufc fights and seeing these uh the fans in the crowd and everything booing like when brock lesnar was smashing frank Mir's face in everyone's like boo because <laughs> everybody hated lesnar yeah lesnar gets up and he points at the crowd he's like yeah let's go <laughs> he's like hyped off everybody hating him yeah but that that's what they need man maybe they just need to get the fans back into attendance but yeah hopefully soon and the announcers too they they're less into it as well just because of the fans so but yeah i hope that's uh that that's a change soon that is going to happen so yeah, definitely but anyways before we leave i do want to say we're going to start a new series on our music uh it's going to be a top five breakdown uh, me and David are going to come up with a way to um, figure out what we would list as our top five breakdowns. We're going to have to agree on it, of course. I was trying to think of a way to get the fans in there. If anyone's got an idea, then uh, just let us know. Also, if you have any breakdowns or anything, just put it in the comments. Uh, I like hearing other people's suggestions because maybe I am overlooking something because there are a lot of sick breakdowns out there. It's going to be hard to narrow it down to five. But yeah, that's, it's gonna take a lot of debate between us. It I is. It's it gonna is. be a lot of debate. Hopefully, hopefully not debate. More or less of just just being like, just okay, a lot that's to a sick breakdown. Obviously, I feel like if one of us says that breakdown's terrible, then no, it can't I don't think be we're gonna have five. terrible ones. I think it's just gonna be like, damn, that one's good too. I didn't think about that. Yeah, one. it's gonna yeah. be a lot of that back and forth. Yep. I don't think it's gonna be like, no, that one sucks. I yeah. think it's just gonna be like, yeah, that's another good one, but uh, I don't think it's, like, it's I don't top know if five. It's good enough, yeah. You know, I hope that's what it comes down to. It's going to be tough, but yeah. If anyone has any suggestions, put it in the comments. And we're going to leave off at one more note. Buy some fucking merch so I can get this tattoo on my ass. Yeah, come on, okay. guys. Let's let Jack get this ass tattoo. David's going to order 100 coffee mugs, and then he's going to sell them <laughs> on eBay. It's a... I'm considering it. It might be a good investment. Dude, imagine... of them for, what, are they, seven bucks? Seven bucks. Seven hundred dollars? You could sell a coffee mug unused for seven bucks. Imagine buying all of mine and then putting it on eBay. You'd probably sell more because my Teespring account <laughs> is not getting bucks, any views as Make a dollar for every mug. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably get more views than I will just putting it on eBay. So just buy a hundred of them and I'll get the tattoo on my ass. It's as simple as that. 
And this is where I drop my headset in the podcast because that's that's how you do a call out. Fuck yeah. Peace. Buy some fucking merch.